Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am Jay Lucas, the Evil Lawyer. Across from me is my lovely co-host, Kim. Of what, uh, what is your freaking Harmon, name? Harmon Gatlin, Gatlin, this week. What a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. And today we have a terrific guest here back for part two. I can't believe you came back. He's but, a brave uh, man. I'm glad you did. Rich Emberlin, and everybody. This <laughs> Robocop. Chuck Norris looks under his bed at night to make sure this guy isn't under there. He is the face of Dallas SWAT. And, uh, Superman wears rich may or may pajamas. not have been with Hillary Clinton once. Uh, we're not really sure. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't get those, those, those cankles around me anyway. Um, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're <laughs> around your neck. Sometimes you I photos. crack myself up. Um, it's disturbing. Yeah, I, 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 I like it, your it, husband a lot. Yeah. Well, we agree on that. We both yeah, love. We, we both know. love Bill. We just don't love. Uh, we don't love Bill's husband. <laughs> <laughs> I did. He said that. Not you. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, cert, certain. Uh, I guess certain liberties. I guess so. Um, what we're going to talk about, though, is it's really serious. I was going to say, uh, really you know. serious. Yeah. Yeah, we have to get, we're not going to get serious. You give no, me a, people's yeah. lives are at stake here. Yeah, we yeah. have to be a little more serious. Well, the only person whose life is actually at stake is already dead. I'm going to my glass for this. You got to put your glass on? <laughs> Do you get those for half off? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> They're 50 cents at the dollar store. Actually, I have. <clears throat> I'm sure you have. $30 million. They're, they're 50 cents at the dollar store. <laughs> Because I have one lens. <laughs> 50 cents at the dollar okay, store. Kim for the win. Don't mean. Let's get serious. We like here. We wouldn't pick We are uh, We are entering into a politically scary riot possibilities. I, I'm calling for riots next. I'm calling for riots next Don't week. Call for them. You know, I mean, You're uh, predicting them. Partly cloudy with an 85% chance of riots. That's dear gas. <laughs> On the riot <laughs> forecast today. Um, as always, everything you hear on this show is intended, intended for entertainment purposes only. If you do anything I say, you're a complete dumbass and you'll probably end up in the penitentiary. Um, <laughs> so if you need a lawyer, hire one. Don't be cheap and just listen I'll to my show and think you know everything. <laughs> He'll arrest you. I'll defend you. Exactly. And um, other than that, um, but we are going to talk about some serious stuff. We're going to talk about Amber Geiger, who is charged with murder um, and the lesser included offenses of uh, manslaughter, criminal negligence, homicide. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But the murder charge is what we're going to kind of, I think, really pound on here because it's completely inappropriate. No, it's, it's, it's a joke. And, and for people who uh, don't live in on planet earth i mean it's a it's a worldwide story now so for our space aliens who are listening uh <laughs> amber geiger uh is being charged based on uh she entered the wrong apartment and believing that the man within the apartment who was standing in the living room was burglarizing her uh she shot this guy right and she's a dallas police officer and well, with a name like Amber, she's white. The and guy she shot was not. the guy she shot um, was an African-American. Um, Which shouldn't matter. Yeah. It, it shouldn't matter, but it does. With this for 32 it, years, it shouldn't It matter. does matter it does. because the 
African-American Texas Ranger who investigated this crime originally. And that's what happens when David Armstrong said, said that it was an accident. There's no crime. He said there's no crime. And and he's a black man. Yes. Thanks, sheep wearing Kim. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. It's like the judge is black. The victim was black. Well, hey, oh, look, I don't want to. Ahead, you know what? I do want to get picketed. So picket us if you want to. Um, <laughs> address. It'll, it'll help my, my ratings. ratings. <laughs> um, everybody's black and they're after this poor little white girl. Uh, no, but the the issue is okay. It, the Texas Rangers get involved when we have uh, officer involved. Not all incidents. When you have small towns, usually use Texas Rangers. Like if you were an officer in Crum, Texas, and you shot somebody, you don't have a lot of experience investigating homicides. We do. But right. For transparency's sake, I think they brought in the Rangers. They bring in the Rangers for transparency. I had, We're not going to take yeah. care of this guy. Well, or, I, I had a case where um, a foster kid got killed in a single wide with 11 other foster kids. They were just basically banking off of this. And we, got the, uh, and we got the Rangers involved. I mean, the Rangers come in when you can't get – when you when there's the appearance of impropriety impropriety in in the case because in this case in the foster kid case like one of the cousins or something was the sheriff of this little pissant county so we had to bring the rangers in so you're taking care of your own right and so the rangers were brought in for transparency's sake so that it wouldn't look like you're taking care of your your own and the ranger says it's not a crime he said even more than that but they wouldn't let him say in court well yeah and that's another you know that may, we may be, this may be a three parter for God's sake, but um, we they bring in the Rangers. The Ranger says no crime, and you know I can go into the legal reasons why there's no crime. But first of all, let's talk about why it's not murder. And just for fun, I you know so I wouldn't have to remember what murder was. Um, murder is the intentional, premeditated killing of somebody else without justification in layman's terms sure that's as close as i can get um then you have manslaughter which is murder light (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe it's not murder (laughs) you have manslaughter which is where you recklessly you recklessly cause the death of somebody and manslaughter you know recklessly is you know, you're celebrating New Year's and firing off a gun into the air, and you accidentally shoot into the crowd and blow All someone's the way head off. To driving on a frozen freeway and running, and some guy changes his tire. Well, and and then, well, that's going to be criminally that's that's criminally negligent homicide. Sure. Um, and then they all tie together. Basically, for murder, you need you need motive. You need murder has to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Manslaughter is reckless if you're doing something really stupid and somebody dies that's manslaughter if you're doing something kind of stupid and somebody dies that's criminal negligence it's probably that's pretty well you know that's that's probably gonna be manslaughter and then you have all these justifications you have the sudden passion defense and all that which is what we talked about on the first show where you know if you walk in on your wife and another guy and you kill them. Used to, you could that, yeah, that would be a walk. So, and sometimes, 
but now you have a sudden you, you have a, you have a sudden passion defense which can drop drop it down into one of the lesser included offenses unless you scalp them and if you if you wonder what what the hell I'm talking about you need to listen to part one of this and we it's true story and we do go into a, a scalping and I am not talking about Cowboys tickets <laughs> or even Indians or even Indians of which we are both we're both Indians, we're both Indians. <laughs> so we can talk about Indians I'm all we Sioux, want I don't know if we get along you're I'm Chickasaw and you're Sioux but I, I sue a lot of people so I'm, I'm part Sioux <laughs> well I'm Cherokee and I try both of you <laughs> well if, and, and she has to and she has to bring up Trump in every show. So thanks for getting that out of the way. Um, big fan. Uh, did take back, did take down the Trump flag. But anyway. Um, in honor of your honored guest today. Uh, well, the and and also Trump because flag. they're rebuilding the street in front of the studio. And I didn't want them to burn the place down. <laughs> Might be too late. Maybe. Um, so uh, they're swinging for the fences on this. And, and they went straight yeah. to murder. Yeah. And uh, what, what? Give me your thoughts on it. I mean, what do you? I think the DA's office gets something, and they sadly, I actually, actually sadly killed a guy that was not of my race. He was Hispanic, <clears throat> and well, I had our DA all up my case because I shot a person of color. He said, and I, it was totally justified. He killed his three-year-old son in front of me, and tried to shoot me, but. It was like, no, none of that matters. You could have stopped that crime by shooting the three-year-old, and then he wouldn't have... <laughs> he would have no longer well, had PTSD, motive. Some of that makes sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's I think there's something wrong with all three. No, it's just, you know, they, I think they get lathered up, and they're like, we're swinging for this. Well, and well, they also try actually, to make a name for what themselves. What I believe so happened is... Too. Mm -hmm. is the the media and the community activists which is a nice way of saying people who have no job and like to bitch a lot mm -hmm. got involved and you know they're like the there, there's gotta be exactly. someone always has to pay for something mm -hmm. you know whatever happens someone has to pay for it and uh, unfortunately there are accidents and there are mistakes mm -hmm. um well, there's there's a tremendous amount of testimony. What were you telling me? Twenty three percent of people that live in this building have walked in the wrong apartment. They, on on the stand under oath have said that. Yeah, and and I had a friend who lived in this in the building where this this alleged crime occurred, and I know that I couldn't find her apartment, and she lived there for years, and it took me like thirty minutes to find the place right. every time I went in there. No, and I, I told you. Of course, I was hammered. <laughs> I was in Virginia. Two weeks ago, and I was. I told Who's Virginia? It's a, it's a state. <laughs> I was in McLean, Virginia, in a hotel, and I'm watching mm. the news in my underwear in the morning, and this woman screaming at my door, going, "You locked me out, you sob!" And I'm like, "What the hell? I thought I locked her out." No, I put my clothes on, and by the time I got to the door, she realized she was running down the hallway. She was in a bathing suit. She'd been in a hot tub. Not a good sight. Yeah, but, I but, believe the, the hail damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't you can say hail damage on this show. It's fine. Nah. So she had more hail damage than ninety-seven Camry. In, in Amarillo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she couldn't get down that hallway fast enough because she realized she was at two seventy-three and not three seventy-three. Where right. 
heavy set boyfriend loyal to her husband. And I've done the same thing. I've taught back to back in different towns and put my key in 418 and went, <gasps> Yeah, that was my room number last week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, like when I was with Guns N' Roses, you know, it's like, hello, Dallas, and you realize you're in Houston. Right. <laughs> you know? No, I wasn't with Guns N' Roses, but if I was, you know, the right, there's all this powder on there. <laughs> uh, I, I might have been with some band sometime at one. <laughs> I don't recall. Well, somebody told me they're waiting for somebody to. Right, exactly. They're waiting for somebody to file a suit against um, the developer, the the management well, company. Well, I told you that, yes. and mm-hmm. the the manage. I said if I was the plaintiff's lawyer, which you know they're already suing the city of Dallas, of course. If I was the plaintiff's lawyer, I would I would include the um the management company and the developer and 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 that's the way you do it customarily you sue everybody you know to the to the third generation (laughs) well yeah the developer well yeah but like on their parking garage they don't have like numbers or and somebody was showing me something about how they even have like colors and that even write the name of the color because for people who are colorblind i mean that's how far they go out of their way to market yeah and i mean this is, and it's right next door to headquarters. I went over there right after the shooting, and I went, this looks like a hotel. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. looks the same. Yeah, they said that it, all the it, plant it placements and the hallways and the art on the walls and everything yeah, is well, uniform. It's got a... It, see it, all this stuff, these changes on the... Four, she was in... She was going to 1478, and she lived in 1378 or something like that. And they said, well, she didn't notice this plant. This shouldn't. She didn't. There was yeah. a leaf missing on the plant. She right. didn't notice and, that. And, and, and this whole thing about her being involved in sexting. Okay. Who cares? The day I shot that guy, I was probably in an argument with my wife, but it had nothing to do. I guarantee you I was in an argument with my wife. <laughs> Your ex-wife. My ex-wife, sorry. <laughs> my current wife, who's a beautiful woman. And she's lovely. And she's lovely. <laughs> today. So and y'all don't fight. And we don't. We, we have We don't. But no, I'm isn't not. she on a show? No, she's not. She's not on a show. Like Real Housewives of Dallas. Real Housewives of Dallas. Yeah, I think that's the <laughs> one. Yeah, that's her. Uh, that's yeah. right. They're newlyweds. But no, I mean, I saw a whole bunch of stuff in the opening arguments about oh, she was sexting with a married man and this. That doesn't. Who cares? Well, uh, it, it, what it comes down to circumstances, but. Does that stress totality of the circumstances? Sex, is it stressful to sex? You tell me. I mean, I, I, I've never sexted in my life. I, 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 I use a flip phone. I don't even know what texting is, let alone sexting. But you know, totality of circumstances doesn't get you proof beyond a reasonable doubt or even close. It has no place in a court. All they're doing is appealing to the prejudices of the jury and trying to say, "Oh, well, she was a horse. So she must have murdered this guy." <laughs> We all have stressors in our life. Exactly. Go be a cop. Go mm-hmm. be an attorney. Try, yeah, try being a lawyer for a while. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Go be an actress or a writer. <laughs> no, it's there's stressors in your life, and we just have to press through that. And you answer a call, and all that stuff has to be taken out. And we were professional. They, you know, they used to call us cops, and I don't mind that because badges were made out of copper. Exactly. And I don't care about that. But it's a profession now. 
And we go through a lot to get to where we're at. You just don't go up and sign up to be a cop. Well, actually, now you do because there's such a, <laughs> there's, a shortage there's in such Dallas. A shortage of officers <laughs> that we're now we're now accepting. Uh, I believe anybody who you know what I was down at personnel and put in the spite of all of this, I walked through personnel the other day to see some friends, and it was chock full of applicants, and I wanted to go. Another town. <laughs> Don't stay yep, here. Yep. You know what my big question about this is? Is if she weren't a cop and had accidentally shot her neighbor and didn't have her police uniform and hadn't have been on duty, she would be just as. I, I think she would be just as screwed. Do you if, really? Yeah, I do. I, I think do. it's more because she's but, a cop. Uh, well, I think I think Kim's right. I think that the activists would have gotten involved. If this white girl shot a black guy. And then claimed that she thought she was in the wrong apartment. But that's, you know, and, and I've been in these brutal Facebook wars with these idiots who went to law school on Google. And, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the situation is in order to prove a crime, you have to prove every single element of the crime right. beyond a reasonable doubt, right. period, in the discussion. This is America. This isn't, this isn't America. Civil, this isn't a civil case. This isn't a civil case. And people are, well, she got indicted by the grand jury. The only thing, uh, first of all, the grand jury only listens to the prosecution. Right. You can, if your lawyer is smart enough to do it, you can put together a packet that they'll read. But basically, it's one-sided. Mm -hmm. They listen to the prosecution. The threshold is preponderance of the evidence. So they decide that more likely than not, a crime might have been committed. And they stamp it. Or an end. Either you're mm -hmm. no build or you're true build. Right. And true build is you get to go do the dance, and no build is you get to walk right. away. And then they I had to face that myself. Yeah. And it was a 20 minute question and answer. I didn't even have to go. But well, and I, you can't even go. They have to invite you. They never did. To come <laughs> in, you know. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. But, um, they you, just called me. 12 or six months after the shooting and said, hey, man, you got no build by the grand jury because they were worried about it. And I right. Went, well, thank you. I thought I got no build like five months ago. Right. Yeah. I didn't realize this was still pending. But no, you're right. You, you get one T and everybody's going to do the dance. Right. And so that doesn't mean guilty. Uh -uh. And the fact that you don't take a plea and, and you go to trial doesn't mean guilty. Just like the fact that you don't take the stand unless you're an idiot doesn't mean guilty, which is kind of a problem I see with this case is I would not have put her on the stand. I, I don't think have. you would have. Yeah, but I'm not an attorney, but I just I want her side. I know the problem is she got up there and she got up there and and recited the elements of the crime. Yes. Which was a real, real, in my opinion, really, really bad witness prep. Yeah, she got she got slaughtered and for her testimony. I, I was, yeah, I did. I set the record: 132 objections in a 60 minute hearing one time. I I was watching this and trying to trying to maintain my seat. Right. As I'm watching the defense let one roll by after another. And this is not a case where you let those objections roll by because objections are what gets you a win on appeal. Yeah. If you don't object, then you There's can't no bitch about it. Right. There's no record. You can't bitch about it at the appellate level if you don't object. And these guys are not, yeah, you can't. There's there's a couple of things you can bitch about at the appellate level without objecting, but... Um, it makes it easier. Well, it makes it possible. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, you can always say I had ineffective assistance of counsel, and that works one that every. Means my attorney sucks. It means your attorney <laughs> sucks, and you know how often that works in Texas, like, like never. once every twenty billion times. You know that it's tried. I mean, every you know every pro se you know handwritten appellate motion that comes out of the prison system <laughs> with all the misspellings and it's in crayon and it's got pruno dip dripped on it. You know. <laughs> yeah, every one of them says it's fluent and loud. Counsel. I don't care if you had <laughs> Effley Bailey and Jerry Spence representing you, they're going to say ineffective. And any appellate lawyer is going to throw that in there, but it doesn't work. <laughs> so uh, I, I thought that if I were trying this case, I'd give it, I, I'd do the absolute best job I could with the knowledge that she's probably going to get convicted and we're going to win on appeal because right. the facts do not match the law. So you period. Would have put her on and just objected to everything. I would have prepped I, her better. I, I would have prepped her better and I probably would have put her on and objected to everything. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm watching it. And, and the funny thing is, I know everybody involved in this case. Think we both do. Yeah, we both do pretty much, and and I'm watching it, and, I, and I'm cringing. You know, I think it's a tool. I, I, it's I, a tool. I don't know the prosecutor either, but well, here's you know. my problem, and this is not an affront to you. And I know lawyers suck, and you hate them. That's fine. I don't like most of them either. <laughs> I don't have to say else. No, this guy that's up there. What's his name? I've got his name here somewhere. The lawyer, the prosecutor, Jason Hermes. He's the prosecutor, and. You guys don't have to say he allegedly. Oh, opening allegedly. statement is the wild, wild west of whatever you want to say. <laughs> she murdered him. I have to say she allegedly murdered him. Yeah. So does everybody else. Don't have, no, no, no. Attorneys can say. That's what I'm saying. The lawyer's the only one well, to say. And you know what? Drive me crazy. I, 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 you want to have a stroke? I can say anything in a pleading or in court, and it's not it's not considered slander, even if it's not true. Because you're not under oath? Really? No, because lawyers are, you're exempt from slander and libel if it's done in a pleading or in court, and court is considered really? a pleading. I yeah. never knew that. So I can write up a, a petition that says that, you know, you're a murdering, rapist, homicidal, psychopath, and everything else, and you can't turn around. You can, and, and that becomes public record. Right. And you can't turn around and sue me for slander over it. Really? Yeah. I think we should. Wow. <laughs> I, I did not know not, that. You, you, yeah, there's a reason why not. I mean, yeah. And there's there's a lot of reasons because, you know, you, you have to allow some slippage in the law. I mean, sure. there, there's got to be. But this case, it's got more lubricant it on it than. Favor sometimes. It's, it's got more lubricant on it than a $2 whore at a frat party. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to jam it I through. Go that far. I don't know anything about that, but uh, just mean. trying to jam it through, and it's not gonna, and it don't fit, and they should have quit. That's you know. <laughs> so, if you accidentally, okay, when I was in law school, and this is, this is how rare this kind of shit is. When I was in law school, I'm gonna some you. Okay. Uh, when I was in law school, we we, we talked about um, Real. <laughs> we talked about something called the uh, uh, imperfect self defense, and imperfect self defense is where you think you're justified in acting in defense of yourself or others, but it turns out you was wrong. Right. And if they don't ask for a jury instruction on imperfect or, or 
self-defense, then in my opinion, that's legal malpractice because you're required to ask for a jury instruction on it. And under these facts, the judge is required to give it. And that's basically imperfect self-defense is it's a quasi justification for what happened in this, in this instance. And you know what? It's, it, it really sucks. This guy's dead. You know, he was no, in his he was apartment. He was a good guy. And he his family, Waterhouse. It's sad. his family is going to get choir. Yeah. It doesn't bring him back, but they're going to no. get, in my opinion, between nine and $12 million out of the it'll city. Never be enough. Uh, you know, it'll never be enough, but you know, on the other hand, this is being, she is charged with murder. Murder requires, intent uh, and a lot of other things forethought she didn't wake up that day and go i'm gonna kill somebody you don't think she was you don't think she actually went to her own apartment and his music was a little loud and she's like all right fuck this and just went up there and shot him in the face neither do i but but that's the way it's being treated (laughs) it is that's why it's being presented it's being treated like i i was like yeah the guy in the studio next door needs to turn down the fucking music and is the chief engineer on this railroad job I uh, she won't allow any what do you guys call it exculpatory exculpatory evidence, evidence. and evidence. well and if you keep out all the exculpatory evidence you got automatic appeal on that uh, you, you got a winner to live with this for years you got a winner and she could be if she's convicted she could be released on bond pending appeal sure. they they do that um, I don't think it'll happen. I think she'll probably sit in county and you know while the appeals are heard. If she's not convicted, well, let's. You want to just go straight to the fun part? Uh-huh. Riots. riots. Yeah. <laughs> if way. she's convicted and doesn't get the max, which is life, there'll be a riot. There'll be a riot. If she's convicted and does get the max, there'll, there'll be, a, be riot. a riot. And if she's not convicted, not there'll be a, a riot. huge riot. The last time. I found this interesting. I had to do some research. Um, the last time Dallas rioted was in 1975. Besides the Cowboy Parade. Well, <laughs> one person's riot is another person's party. Um, 1975 is based on uh, an incident in 1973 where a Dallas police officer. Santos Rodriguez case. Yes. A Dallas police officer named Daryl Kane. Uh, grabbed Santos Rodriguez and his brother David out of their house <laughs> because they were accused of stealing eight bucks from a vending machine at a gas station. That's and felony, wow! In 1973, it probably that was. was. Um, and they denied it. And so Kane decided the best way to get a confession out of them is to play Russian roulette in the car. And. M- Maybe he wasn't really good at counting the bullets in the gun. Yeah, there's six of them. Yeah, he couldn't count to six. It was 1973, so we can't say it wasn't automatic. And he just (laughs) was like, screw it, I'll just shoot this kid in the face. He thought he emptied out the whole... He thought he emptied the whole cylinder, and he left at least one. Hey, did you and your brother do this? And he left one alive round in there and shot that kid in handcuffs in the backseat of a police car. Yeah, it's a, it's a pulp fiction opinion. moment, basically. Crazy. Absolutely. Something. Well, he wasn't. He was convicted of murder, sentenced to five years, did two and a half, because 
there's an enhancement paragraph when you use a deadly weapon, which means that you have to do at least half of your sentence before you're eligible for parole. So the moment he became eligible for parole, they paroled him. Worked for Dr. Pepper for a number of years, I understand. I don't know him. And so um, in 1973, after he was convicted and given five years, a riot broke out in Dallas. Uh, a allegedly began as a peaceful march i always th- i call bullshit all peaceful marches mm-hmm. yeah, when you so add the word the march <laughs> for the record i was three um i was 12 <laughs> for <laughs> the word march pretty much takes away peaceful yes <laughs> i agree i've never you know anyway i thought the last well i guess it wasn't really a riot anyway it turned out well, there there was those police officers were all killed. That was just a mar- that was that a demonstration. Was the, the guy that killed uh, our five officers and shot twelve of them total wanted nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. And that's what was going on down there. That yeah, they were. Yeah, it was, it was the BLM guys blocking yeah. traffic on I thirty five. Did not care about that group. He just wanted to shoot police officers. And, and by the way, if they're blocking traffic and you are in a jacked up F three fifty, they will get out of the way. <laughs> I know from personal experience. Um, but uh, it's great for uninsured rock haulers to come rolling through there and roll over protests. I, 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 I have a client who lost a foot to an uninsured rock hauler. I have nothing to do with it. Um, but uh, five cops got hurt and uh, 30 people were arrested. No, I'm talking about 1975. Oh, I think that uh, riot uh, training has gotten a lot better since then. Yes. So I'm thinking that the riots will see, and I'm calling for Tuesday. Um, I'm, I'm not planning it. I'm just saying that Tuesday will be partly cloudy with an 85% chance of riot. <laughs> He's anticipating well. Um, I think the, the rioters are much more, be- they're better trained. They have access to uh, buses and stuff now. And, and no, I think we'll see a... But, well, uh, no. The, here's the thing we do now. I'm, I'm what my, what do you do now when there's a riot? I'm hitting my uh, Congress. Your, your five minutes is up. I'm <laughs> Bring uh, it. <laughs> no, we work smarter, not harder. In my cell phone, I have the leaders of Black Lives Matter. I have the leaders of the KKK. I have the leaders of the people that think bumblebees don't get to pollinate enough. I have the leaders. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. The leaders of a protest group that think uh, contrails are putting poisons in our brain. And we call, or, or, or the dreamers, the immigration. All I have are bikers in mine. I know. You, you actually are a lawyer that needs a lawyer. But <laughs> I have one. <laughs> you need one, a cadre. And I would call Black Lives Matter, Dominique. And I'd say, Dominique, come down to our office. And he'd come down and he'd say, what do you want? He, he, he thought it was adversarial. I said, dude, I want to be smart about this. What's your route? Well, we're starting at Dealey Plaza at 7 o'clock. I go, where are you going to march? He goes, we're going to march up this street. I go, would you mind marching up this street? Because you'd be contrary to traffic there, and this would be better. He, and he would agree with me. And then you call the Klan guys and say, you know what street they're going to be on? <laughs> Those are called counter-protesters. Oh, my that's God. Why I was always out there marching with them. <laughs> and I would walk with them. And I was with them that night when we lost our officers. But... The thing is, it was kind of like that old Bugs Bunny cartoon with the sheepdog and the wolf. Yeah. And they'd mark it, Morning Ralph, Morning Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And Dominique would meet me, and I'm telling off on you, Dominique, because this is true. 
Dominique <laughs> Alexander. He'd meet me at 15 minutes before the the riot. <laughs> the riot. He goes, hey, Detective Emerlin, thanks for coming out. And I go, hey, what time do you guys start? He goes, still seven? He goes, yeah, we're going to stay on the route? Yeah, we're going to stay on the route. And at seven o'clock, they'd start their riot. And he'd go, fuck you, Detective Emerlin, fuck you. And it was on for two hours. And then yeah. when it was done, he's like, see you next time. <laughs> With his lunchbox and his time card. card. Yeah. Tomorrow, Sam. I don't think this is going to be that kind no, of a deal. Cars and turning shit over. And it's Broken be windows. All of you hipster jackasses who thought it'd be a great idea to move downtown, <laughs> yeah. walk your little foofy dog up and down the street. <laughs> and yeah, all you protesters that don't have jobs or are the first people to call the police when they get scared. Mm-hmm. Stay yeah, you stay home too. No, they're they're not they going to. And, and you know, we have now we have professional community agitators basically. Oh, they hire them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they do. The homeless shelter and go. Okay, who's not drunk? And they'll send them up to the first <laughs> protest on Black Friday. Uh, what do they call it? What's it? Friday after Black Friday. Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hire models to go down there. Is that after Racist Tuesday? Thursday? I don't know about what you're talking about, <laughs> but I always volunteered for this one because they always use models and they put pasties on and they had a little box around their waist and they had a thing that said fur with a line through it. Fur yeah. Free Friday. <laughs> They didn't even know what they were protesting, but they were being paid. And you know, the ironic thing is a lot of coats are sheared beaver. (laughs) I'm not going to stipulate to that. Rendering guests speechless since (laughs) 19... I've got a lot to say. (laughs) So, this chick's not guilty, in my opinion. No. I don't think she's guilty of anything. It's it was a, an a really unfortunate accident. It's tragic. horrible that it happened. Tragic. Very tragic. Nobody wins. Uh-uh. Nobody wins. Everybody loses. Her life's ruined. He's dead. The families aren't going to be happy. Do you think she has a future with the Garland PD? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't either. I don't think she has a future with any PD. What her? What would happen to but her? But I still say if she weren't a cop, I don't think it would have been this bad i mean i, I, I think uh, i think there would have been a whole thing i think there would have been a whole thing about how they need to the management company needs to more clearly mark the levels on their parking garage and blah 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 but i don't think like that I anybody said, the, the door, be sued for murder she put her key fob in it that night the door just swung open and it was low light mm-hmm. he had earbuds in they all say he was eating ice cream and watching tv J.D. Miles, who I don't like, mm-hmm. for the record, from CBS 11, said, oh, this poor guy was watching TV. Why do you have his earbuds in? Right. On his iPod. Mm-hmm. And she came in from a well-lit area. Mm-hmm. This happened to us in SWAT a lot. You'd come into... Your eyes can't adjust that fast. No, it takes 30 seconds because yeah. you're... Well, Are you the one who told me... Well, uh, I was going to say your eye, Are you the one who told me why pirates wore patches? That's why pirates yeah. wore patches because they weren't missing eyes. They uh, would, if they got in a big fight on their boat, that's why they painted the decks red so that the other sailors wouldn't be shocked by all the blood. But pirates weren't missing eyes. They just did for night vision. It was first gen night vision. They could go like this and go below deck and they would be able to see what other people couldn't see. This is true. Because their eyes hadn't adjusted. I was fascinated by that. Yeah, I was fascinated by the guy who told me that. Right. Because I'm a pirate. You are a pirate. You have a shirt. (laughs) You're a lumberjack. (laughs) Oh, you know the song. (laughs) I'm a lumberjack. I'm okay. Uh, Wear women's (laughs) clothes. I don't know. 
<laughs> are we gonna? I think we're gonna roll into part three. Yeah, we are. Actually. Um, so let's pretend that uh, that we're done talking. Let's pretend that we're done talking. We're gonna roll into part three on this one, and so with that, eight dollars for me. I am Jay Lucas, the evil lawyer. Have an evil day. <laughs>